go ahead Easy money. Refresh our memory real quick. <laughs> it's about to be a surgical summer. Talk that shit, push. Chop the tops the off the coops. The cuatro ciento ochenta y ocho. I don't know what. I wonder Spider what he said there. It's Spanish for numbers. I, I forget which numbers they are though. See, I knew it was gonna be a problem as soon as you I heard this instrumental kick in. Snakes, yeah, right? and pusher on this too. He the only older. person that could probably rap Watch over this. Joe, Joe Budden maybe too. Back in his yeah. older days. Yeah. Drug dealing aside, goose right in the side. Let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Okay. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when baby divides the pie. Wait. We thought that was going to be the worst of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot more in store. I started at the home front, I'm on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch, I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five, hell of a dad thing. Marriage is something that Sandy never had, Drake. How you a winner, but she keep coming in last place. Okay, we got to stop there. That's why. <laughs> Man. I'm surprised he hasn't responded yet. I was like, ooh. For his yeah. mom? Yeah. You know Drake don't play about his mama. <laughs> I'm just surprised. Okay, let, let, let's let's dissect this a little bit. The reason why we bump into this Pusha T song that everybody has heard by now is a day after we released our last podcast, wondering when Pusha's going to respond to Drake's diss, he did the next day. Yeah. Of course. So, we'll break that down in a second. But first, as always, let us introduce the podcast. I am one. This is the Gems and Juice podcast, season two. We're back at it. I am one Ryan Rocket, joined once again and always by my boy, Figgy. What's up, man? What's happening, man? Crazy long week. Yeah, it has been. It has <laughs> been. Now, ha- have you... Ha- there's been a lot of mainstream hip-hop talk in the sports world, and you, of course, work on the sports radio 610 midday show. Yeah. How does it feel? Because I always felt uncomfortable having to explain, I'll be honest, like rap music stuff to white people yeah. who don't know anything about it. Yeah. So how's that experience been for you on the show? Because I know they've tapped you for that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I had to talk. Um, Fred Davis pretty much know that what's going on. Yeah. And uh, I think Landry pretty much up to date on it too. On Gucci Mane and Riff Raff. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually gave yeah, Pusha yeah, T does. credit though. He was like, oh, Pusha T can rap yeah. back from cl- clip days. But um, John Lopez, he really didn't know. Yeah. So it's kind of like you got to explain the whole thing. I I really didn't get into it like that. I just pretty much explained Pusha T pretty much calling Drake out and talking about his mom. Did he ask some corny old guy (laughs) questions like, what is is a pusher? Why why can't he be pusher T? No, we we actually uh, talked off air about it, like um, pre-show. But, um, yeah, he really ain't say nothing like that. Yeah. But they really didn't touch on it too much during the show. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good to hear that show's going well for you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Also joined by the lovely and talented Miss Jasmine herself. How you been, girl? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad we're here. We got a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. We <laughs> do. So let's get right into it, man. Screw it. We usually open up with some new releases. Kanye released a new album. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But since we were we ended on the Drake beef last week and then this came out, let's just break this down first. Mm-hmm. Now, this track dropped, I believe, what was it, Monday? Yes. Yeah. No, Tuesday. Wait, Tuesday. Tuesday that's it right, dropped we recorded Tuesday. on Monday. Yeah. It dropped Tuesday. Number one, can we please stop 
revealing diss tracks on Funk Master Flex's show. <laughs> I understand why this had to happen back in 2003. Yeah. It is 2018. We have evolved past terrestrial radio breaking music. Mm-hmm. We don't need Funk Master Flex teasing the first 30 seconds of a song and waiting two hours to play the rest. So Meanwhile, annoying. he got to play it back and yeah. drop 50 hundred bombs in between. So we can't even <laughs> hear the disses. I'm sick of it. I know push is an old school guy. We need to, we need to cancel funk, funk flex from debuting these it's songs. The New York I wanted to did, um, I wanted to did flex pound. I, I hope he did. Yeah. I hope he did. Because he could have just released it. Yeah. On SoundCloud. Pusha T can't really get any money from this because he used Jay's beat. Yeah. yeah. But so maybe he got a little kickback from putting it on Funk Master Flex show. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. If station Probably just free know. promotion. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Win win for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into the actual content of the song itself. Whew. He touched on a lot of things. Man. I was surprised how quickly it went south for Drake in terms of the stuff he talked about. Things I thought would be off limits. Pusha T went there. And yeah. to be fair, Drake brought the family into it first when he said the government name of his fiance in his song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess Pusha T felt some type of way and said, I'm going to let the whole clip go. Yeah. yeah. He talked about Drake's mama. He's he talked daddy. about... His soon-to-be, well, actually is born now, his son, who he has yet to officially publicly claim by a Instagram model. We'll just call her that right now. Just I don't to like be nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also talked about his producer, 40, and his failing health. That, that hurt my man, heart. Yeah. I heard that. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow. Like, come on, man. And then to see 40 tweet right after that. Like, what, what did he tweet? I didn't he see it. He tweeted, um, I, the irony or something like that is, MS National Day is tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, dang. Yeah. I mean, that that hurt my hey, heart. Hey, man. Uh, look, ain't uh, nothing uh, off limits, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I mean... The only thing I feel about that is OVO of 40, I guess. I don't know if he goes by that. He's just 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he bothers anybody, really. He yeah. doesn't. So, That's why it hurt my heart. He yeah. Just, he, he, he just chills, it seems like. He'd be on in his own world. Yeah. Drake. Everybody got to get it, though, man. Then again, Kanye didn't <laughs> say anything to Drake either, and Drake yeah. brought Kanye into it. So maybe he feels like the whole team is fair game now. Yeah. Sure, he brought his, he brought his uh, fiance into it. So, yeah. yeah. But to Drake's defense, you know, after all this has transpired, looking at, you know, things on Twitter, he has told us almost everything that Pusha did. It's just Pusha's see, delivery. See, like, see. his delivery was everything. The way he, obviously. I, I saw the thread you're talking about yeah. where some guy takes one line from, like, five years of songs and says, see, he already talked about it. First off, none of us know Drake personally enough to know what the hell he's talking about half the time. Yeah. yeah. He talks about stuff only he really knows. Mm-hmm. But the let's get to the biggest thing about this. And I know we're kind of everywhere, but this the song was monumental yeah. in yeah. terms of putting Drake on the ropes. Yeah. We'll talk about the baby issue right now. Mm-hmm. Apparent we've now we've heard rumors, yeah. stories of a lady by the name of Sophia something, or she her porn name, porn in quotes. She's not really a porn star. She didn't get smashed on camera, but she did butt naked videos where she put baby oil all over her body. 
and you can find. What do you call that? Like, uh, is it porn? Is it considered porn? Reminds me like an old. Well, I guess like a it's nanny co- cam or something. Like I guess it's considered porn. I feel like that's almost like. Do you consider? I can't think of a good analogy because I don't want to call her a porn star. That's the only thing. Yeah. And I'm not trying, I'm not out of respect. Like you, you put those yeah. videos out. A porn there. star. Exactly. It's smashing. But she didn't do anything overtly. Okay. okay she put baby oil. Fuck it. She's a porn star. She's an Instagram care. model. Uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of women did She's that. She model. went beyond Instagram though. Oh. A lot of people, a lot of women did that. You had Buffy the body who yes. did that, that type of stuff. Delicious. Yes. Did that type of stuff. So, yeah, she is. She's basically fuck it. She's a porn star. I don't mm, care. I, so I can't think of any. I, yeah. I can't think of the next level past Instagram model, but before porn star, because she was buck naked doing videos like that. So whatever. She's a porn star. I don't care. <laughs> but um, there were rumors of her being pregnant with Drake's child. She went on a few Instagram rants back in the day, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard a statement from Jake uh, Drake's camp via TMZ saying, we believe these accusations are false, but if there's any truth to them, then it will be handled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then she came back and said Drake apparently wanted her to get an abortion. This is also a TMZ report. Mm-hmm. And she did not want an abortion. Yeah. Mm. He said she only wants his money. <laughs> so fast forward we didn't hear anything since then yeah the i totally i forgot about it no, me too i actually i remember um the shade room putting an article out about the baby shower and i remember her having the baby shower she named the baby and i don't know if i'm making this up or drake he put something on his instagram and the caption was adonis or whatever his child's name is yeah. But that was a while ago, too, so it, that story kind of died down, so we never, you know, you didn't hear much about it again. But I've heard that about the baby shower, and then I've heard, again, like, the baby was in OVO clothing or something. Mm. like, or, she, or he sent out OVO clothing to this baby that supposedly wasn't his. And Pusha and then, T said he didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> but then <laughs> after that, the fresh. story, like, died. It died down, and we didn't hear about it. We haven't heard about it again until now. Does so. OVO even sell baby clothing? If it came from Drake, <laughs> he had, <laughs> he had custom made, made baby child. clothing for yeah. his son. For his son, how dare Pusha T call him a deadbeat? <laughs> <laughs> My dad never got me OVO clothing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so let, let, let's get to our initial reactions of the track itself. What was the most shocking part to you guys, and how did you feel? I know some of us are bigger Drake fans, maybe than others. Yeah. Are you? I do you like Drake? I do like Drake. Okay. Yeah. So what what were your initial reactions once you heard this song from Pusha T? I was I was I couldn't take it. My heart couldn't take it. <laughs> I was okay. like, what? Is, oh my gosh! But you said you love this though. Yes. No. I love like the discussion behind it. I don't okay. love like the attacking each other. Of course, I'm a loving person. I don't like to see people go back and forth. But I like the conversation that it brings up. I, the mom aspect of this was really. I mean, people talk about people's moms all the time, but it's Drake. And yeah. we know Drake loves his mama. Like, we know how their relationship is. He puts it out there how it is. She calls up radio hosts to go for him to go in on them because she don't like things that, you know, people say. So yes. I thought that was pretty low. And then, of course, we talked about the 40 thing. But 
then again, Drake talked about Kid Cudi's mental health, so it's not mm. something we can. Re- I can really, you know, think of it as too bad, I guess. But just the whole the, the whole delivery was just amazing. It was great. Like, I don't know if Drake gonna come back from this. I I, I know he'll mm. come. I don't think he's gonna retaliate. I don't think he's gonna have a diss song. I just don't. Mm. I really don't. I don't see it going back and forth because. Drake's never been that type. Like for him to release Duppy, that was a lot for me. That was more disrespectful than than back to back. The yeah. stuff he was talking about was more realistic. It was more um, truth to it. But not to say that you know Meek's stuff wasn't true, but he was really hitting a lot of a lot of deep 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 parts, I guess, yeah. with attacking Kanye and them. But this. Man, I had to listen to it a couple times. Like I played over, it back like yeah, five times like in a row. Over and over. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. no. Pusha, that delivery man. And he not he not Meek Mill. He not Meek Mill. I don't know that if Drake had that in mind that he didn't think he was gonna retaliate or not. I don't feel like he didn't think he was. Maybe not to this extent. Yeah. Yeah. So Figgy, your thoughts. <laughs> Um, my thoughts was um, I thought the diss song was good. I thought it was good. I was excited. Um, I was shocked how disrespectful it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when you listen to a diss song, you should be like, "Damn, oh, like, damn." I'm I'm thinking like Drake don't need to reply. He need to get a gun <laughs> and go look for Pusha T. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's when the <laughs> that's when the games is over. It's like. It's like when you on the block or you somewhere and you ranking on somebody and somebody say something that go out of bounds mm-hmm. and you like wait stand up like what's up and be ready to fight. That's that was that moment for me. Mm-hmm. But um it to me nothing is <laughs> off limits when it comes to rap battles like that. Because you see it all the time with like street battles. What what you got? URL and all that? URL. Is it URL? T- what you mean? What do you mean? The rap, the rap battle. Like uh, Like um. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forgot That's the name. That's what put on MTV. Yeah. Not the smack. It was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Anything like smack. Yeah. Stuff like that. And nothing is off limits. So. Fight club. Maybe that's what you mean. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. But um, I think the part that stood out most to me was the picture. I felt yeah. like the pitch. I felt like the picture was more effective. <laughs> than the actual diss song mm-hmm. because now we got questions like what was you doing <laughs> with, with the black face yeah. and for push it i mean not push it but for um drake to release a um oops uh release an instagram post pretty much press release <laughs> it was, i don't even think it was a ios a, press release yeah and um for him to release that i, I want to say it was late at night too yeah. pretty much explaining it <laughs> I'm like, ooh, yeah, this one hurt. <laughs> so let's talk about that right now. Yeah. So Pusha T, and apparently this this picture had just been out there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't some closely guarded secret. We just never forgot about it because yeah. Drake did a lot of stuff in his corny days, the early days, that yeah. we just kind of brush aside and don't really talk about. But he dug up a picture of um, Drake in blackface. With all the stereotypical caricatures of a person in blackface. Mm-hmm. And it has caused quite a stir. Now, we haven't heard anything from Drake on the music front since this disc dropped. But he <laughs> did drop a statement on Instagram uh, clarifying what it is. And he says, quote, 
I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. This was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life where I was an actor and looking. And I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. Now, number one, does it sound like anything Drake would be a part of? Yeah. Who would say, hey, we're trying to... We're trying to encapsulate the struggle. Let's get Drake that was from my, Canada. Yeah, that, and that was my that was my question. Like this, in 2007, you was that woke? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was woke until like a year ago. For real. <laughs> I, I, I'm interested in what kind of struggle Drake had as a struggling black actor finding work. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. I just like come on, man. I, you, he had, back then he had to tell people he was black. Yeah, and see, and see what was, and see what was weird was, um, I'm guessing his parents wasn't together. No, growing up, I don't think they. Yeah, he left when they were really. five, right? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah. That's why she never. But um, yeah, but <laughs> being raised by a white mother, mm-hmm. a Jewish, I guess he's Jewish. Yeah. So um, being raised like that, yeah, people probably will. <laughs> think you white or yeah. something else mm-hmm. he goes on and say the photos represented how African Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment me and my best friend at the time Mazen Elsadig put his whole government name out there <laughs> who was also an actor from Sudan were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions this was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black actors had not changed much. Okay. <laughs> I understand why Drake felt he had to do this because he stood to lose money on the table because of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. He might have oh, been yeah. canceled. Yeah. He's with Adidas. We'll talk about that in a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. But he stood to lose money from not explaining what that was. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you cannot release a press statement in the middle of a in beef. In the middle of a beef. <laughs> yeah. You can't. And this was something to be fair, he took it to this level. Yeah. He took it to the level of he's gonna make a diss track solely aimed at Pusha T. Mm-hmm. But since Pusha T comes back harsh, now it's a circus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that kind yeah. of flips around. Yeah. You know? And he was trying to get back to the album when it was his time. Yes. When it was Duppy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. This really got him on the ropes. I ain't saying tell. it knocked him down, but yes. it, it was definitely a punch to the jaw and he hit the ropes. <laughs> I uh, I was listening to, um, it's called the Brilliant Idiots Podcast with Charlamagne oh, yeah. and Andrew yeah. Schultz. And they were talking about how Push, how Charlemagne mentioned how he had pushed his whole album like a week before. Mm-hmm. So kind of to say what you were saying to backtrack. Remember when you were talking about how Drake already had this yeah. in the bag? If Charlemagne had it, I'm sure Drake had yes, it. Yes, so, they knew. They gosh, knew. yeah, they knew. yeah. So <laughs> I can only imagine def- this definitely caught him off guard. He didn't think he was getting this. No, <laughs> he did not. He did not. <clears throat> and to be fair, at the beginning, I wondered if this was all a a stunt mm-hmm. just because of you know dr- they're all dropping pretty much the same month mm-hmm. yeah i thought for a second it was a mark mainly scene. because of how um Kanye. Pusha t retweeted uh drake's diss and said send me the invoice oh yeah and i was like okay this might be a kanye oh, 50 cent type thing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but then when Pusha t put this track out i'm like okay there's no way this was planned yeah there's no way drake mm-hmm. would never sign off on something this harsh this being put out about his life and, pl- and honestly i thought um 
I thought Drake and Kanye was doing a project yeah. sometime soon. I thought that was I thought that was in the works. I yeah. thought yeah. So I ain't see that happening like that. It so. was strange. <laughs> it was strange. So I don't uh, oh yeah. So to the Adidas part and I guess the the way this album this song title came about apparently Drake had some kind of rollout plan for the name of his son, mm-hmm. and he was going to do it via an Adidas line of shoes. Yeah, which think. sounds like a yeah. terrible idea, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, maybe it would have been better if we actually saw it, because I doubt it's going to happen now. Oh yeah, yeah. no, they they yeah. back to the drawing boards on that for sure. That's why I'm like, yeah, he yeah. threw the whole he threw his whole shit off. I wonder how Adidas feels though. You know, with Kanye and his Yeezys, and for Pusha to be related to Kanye's camp, how mm-hmm. how do they feel about him messing with their money? You know, doing this to Drake. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't because we've never seen Drake like this. Yeah, and honestly, you got me thinking too. Um, the blackface thing that was pretty serious. Yeah. That that could affect everything Drake had going on, exactly. like from the Toronto Raptors to mm-hmm. all everything. this shit. Yeah. yeah, so he had to explain that. Yeah, I understand. Like I said, I understand why he did it, but it's something that made him look like he took a loss up front. Yeah, by doing that. And see, that's why when you were in his position like that, like don't don't go try to bark at the dogs like yeah. that, man. Like. I mean, it's cool not to beef. It's cool to not say nothing. He got a lot to lose. He does. And if you got skeletons in your closet like that, man, just don't even say nothing. I think... Go ahead. Drake has more to lose than Pusha. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I will say this as to his mind state and why he went after Pusha. I feel like Drake came over-prepared for the Meek Mill beef. He's talked about this since then. He thought that Meek had music already planned. He thought this was going to be a coordinated attack against him once Meek Mill dropped those tweets about Quentin writing his stuff. Yeah. So Drake was overprepared. He came out with the uh, the first one charged, uh, charged up. up, which, yeah. you know, it's kind of lukewarm. And then he came with back to back, like mm-hmm. right after that, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he assumed that his in- enemies were all going to formulate some kind of attack plan. Yeah. yeah. And when that didn't happen, he was like, okay, this is easier than I thought. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I think he attacked the Pusha beef the same way that he thought the Meek Mill situation and, was going to go yes. down. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. not really. Oh, he More so, the, he, he didn't think it was going to go that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thought he was going to catch Pusha T off guard, seeing yeah. as how he just recorded the album. Yeah. And I don't think he thought he was going to get in the studio like that. Yes. I don't think he thought he had all this information because if Meek had this, he would have dropped all this too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And push and plus push had never been in a beef like this where he dropped a diss song. Yes. So like just because you're a good rapper don't mean you could write a diss song or, you know, I just think uh, Drake felt invincible at this point. Yeah. He didn't nobody to. For Drake to Drake's whole career is kind of crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Being where he came from, literally, this dude was on a Nickelodeon show. Like, <laughs> hey, as far went hard, man. I'll let you tell. You me. used to watch it. <laughs> yes, oh. I watched. Yeah, I was a big fan. For him to become the biggest star in hip hop is the most improbable thing that's ever happened in hip hop. I feel. Yeah. Because he was a. We thought he was corny early on. Mm-hmm. For him to have made this image of you know what he is now. Yeah. 
he probably thought he could do anything. And to mm-hmm. be fair, he has done everything he's wanted to do yeah. up until now. Yeah. Including <laughs> defeating Meek Mill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who everybody thought was going to tear him was apart. Going, yeah. yeah. And it didn't go down like that. So I think Drake thought he was untouchable. Mm-hmm. That's why he went after Pusha. He thought, okay, it's another easy one in the bag. Also, promo for my next album coming up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't expect this coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he thought anybody would go this far. Yeah. Okay. And also, and also the mention we talked about it before the show, mm-hmm. all the um, dirt Pusha got on. Yes. Yeah. So, do y'all think did he already just know this, or do you think he went around digging for this before this track? He knew it. You think he, he already? It knew came it? out too fast. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have to go research. Like yeah. he already, it's just unspoken about. I think people close to him, knew people him. in the industry, they know. Mm-hmm. They knew, yeah. and. He, I, th- I think what it is, Drake is so powerful. Is so powerful. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna come at Drake yes. like that. They don't want to. Yeah, they because that's pretty much. Yeah, your career might be over then. Yeah. If you let the fans tell yeah. it, they always rocking with Drake. Most of them. Yeah. So. So let's talk about the fan reaction as well, because I've seen mixed reactions. Well, not really mixed. Most people say, "Okay, Pusha got this one." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some fans come through and say, "Well, Drake's track was more lyrical." And all Pusha was was gossip and all the clickbait and all this stuff. Mm -mm. I mean, it's a rap beef. Yeah. Ether was not, Ether was far from Nas's most lyrical song of all time. Yeah. It's not even in the top 10. And I want to talk about that too because people always talk about, oh, Pusha T, it wasn't lyrical. This wasn't lyrical. Like, no, the the point of a a diss song is to diss the shit out of somebody. Yes. Like, at this point, you're not. Trying to make a lyrical ass song, and his delivery was on point. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he snapped on an instrumental. Yeah, he snapped on it. I think, like from what I've heard or what I see, and me not even being a big like Pusha fan, I, I haven't followed his career, his whole you know his whole career or anything like that. I think a lot of the conversation on Twitter that are saying that are kind of siding with Drake, they don't know his music. They don't know Pusha T. Like they just stands of Drake, and they gonna rock with Drake no matter what. I don't think that they, I don't think that they really are paying. They don't know who Pusha T is. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people that have the most to say, they don't even know this man's career. They don't even know how great of a lyricist he is, and that's that's what was kind of irritating because I get on Twitter and I don't even like you know don't even support him like some people do, and I I can tell when people are just talking just because they want to they like Drake, yeah. and they don't and they really have no idea. And so of course they're gonna side with him. Chrissy got mad. She did. Yeah, she been on Twitter <laughs> tweeting, tweeting the the Drake Defense Force. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She Shout just, out to to Chrissy, friend of the show. Yeah, she Maybe just moved. She or, just moved too. Oh, did she? Yeah, to Ohio. She moved this morning. Damn. Yeah, she has a marketing position out there. She's about to do big things, but I miss my friend already. Wow. Yeah, she left. So this I guess she'll never be on the show again. That sucks. She could, <laughs> <laughs> she could visit. <laughs> Next time Shout she visit, we gotta have her on. Yeah, yeah. definitely definitely <laughs> so i lost my train of thought now any any other thoughts you have about this well f- we'll get to the the future i guess yeah. mm-hmm. it's been several days now mm-hmm. drake has not responded yeah there are rumors being circulated by Pusha t himself that drake has a one hundred thousand dollar bounty <laughs> for anybody who can dig up some information about Pusha t's past <laughs> We heard the same thing about Jay-Z back during the Cameron beef days. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I think Dame Dash actually came out and said that was true. 
that that um, uh, Jay Z was looking for inf- information for Cameron. Oh, they were shit. beefing, but he never could find anything, so never he never put a diss track out. Damn. Gotcha. Yeah. And so I ca- doubt- that, so that means Cameron for real, for real. Then. Yeah. Damn. And I don't doubt that that's not true because look at all these facts he just spit it out to us now. Why would he lie about this? Yeah. Drake yeah. really probably does have this. He's trying to get this info out. So <laughs> I'm wondering if Drake is slipping at this point officially. Number mm. one, you get the last woman you want to have pregnant, pregnant. Yeah. Drake, who's usually very careful and crafty about his image. Mm-hmm. First off, that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you attack Pusha T and didn't have a backup plan for if things got really bad. Mm-hmm. So, well, what, sorry. Go ahead. Do, do, do you, is Drake in the midst? And I don't, I don't want to bury this man before mm-hmm. it's time. But is he in the midst? Is he officially slipping I, at this point? I think. Okay, if we if we want to go back to the Views album, the last "Do Not Disturb." Well, he told us he was coming back in 2018 to give give us a summary. Mm-hmm. I think at that point in time when Views came out, all of this was going down. And he knew that all these skeletons, he knew that he his personal life was up in, up in flames. He knew it. He knew he had to step back and try to get all that together before he could continue to be in our face like he was. So I don't think... Now that he, I, I don't think now that he's slipping now, I think he was in the past and not, he covered it up, but not, he wasn't prepared. Yeah. I don't think this is going to end him. I don't think it, I think he'll come back, you know. I don't know that he's going to do a response. I, I can't see, I don't know that he's going to drop a disc record. I think he, we going to wait to hear from him from the album, honestly. We, I mean, do, do y'all feel like he has to? I would want him to, but I just don't see, just be, I, I don't see it happening. I really, really don't. I, I don't. I think he has to do. He has, he has to, to say to something. something. Yeah. He has to do something. You think he had to drop a record? Yes. Mm. He took it to the rap beef. You can't like he has to finish but, it. But honestly, what can he say though? That's yeah, the that's problem. What I'm saying. I don't. That's why I don't think he will because yeah. anything that he says, it has to be on point. Like it has to be fire, or yeah. else, or else he done. Like I feel like he would rather not take that chance, especially with him. Looking for information like this, it's gonna be a while if he does, but I just don't see him happening because he that's gonna be a big L to take if he if he come with some some shitty yeah. ass lyrics or yeah. info. I, uh, that's the thing. I I don't think he'll come with shitty lyrics, but it might be similar to the shit he just released. Yeah, Duppy freestyle. He might come with the same shit, deny all the shit Pusher said, and say, "Oh, this ain't true." And you know, I'm I'm always I always been a good father and. Yeah, he might try to explain himself like that, and then call Pusha T an old ass, fake ass drug dealer. He might come like that, but I don't know. Before. I feel like he ain't got time to try to release no damn song now. He got try to straighten out this blackface shit. Yeah, I mean, I think he kind of killed that with the with the post. I you mean, think so? yeah, and I don't know if that's the truth. Yeah. But I think it's enough. Like I was about to say, do you believe? No. Do you buy what he's saying? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I feel like he was going through a stage where he was just looking to be artistic. Yeah. And some photographer or somebody convinced him, like, hey, do this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be an impactful thing. I don't think he was trying to make fun of black people. I'll say that much. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he was necessarily as woke as he portrayed himself in to that be. Instagram post either. Yeah. It's just weird that uh, a black person tried to dress up in the black face. Yeah. yeah. That I don't, that's the part I don't get. 
And we can we can argue and say, oh, he's mixed and all this other stuff. But, you know, I I could bring awareness all type of other ways. Yeah. I'm not wearing no black face. And I know a lot of <laughs> light-skinned people who won't wear black face either or mixed people who won't wear black face. Mm-hmm. Lupe kind of came out before Drake released his, like, press. <laughs> I keep calling it a press release. Mm-hmm. But um, before he released that, Lupe kind of... Um, tweeted the same thing like the storyline that Drake gave us Lupe kind of Lupe Fiasco kind of tweeted things along similar lines like this ain't what y'all think this was really artistic like he said the same things and I didn't buy it at first look at the other picture the other picture was sad and yeah but I didn't really buy that at first but for Drake to come out and kind of say the same things, maybe it is kind of, you know, maybe it was true. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, if if a white person did the same thing, we would be tearing their ass up. Exactly. Pissed. So I don't, it was just weird to see people defending Drake like, oh, you yeah, know. y'all know, y'all not open-minded. And Let I, me explain. I'll be fair. I just think it was a bad idea, but I don't think it came from a place of, trying to mock black people, yeah. trying to do anything. I don't think he was trying for that. Yeah. I do think his intentions were good in his mind. It's just a bad look to have that a picture like that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the, he somebody should have, and somewhere in that process, somebody should have said, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> It's it's funny because Charlemagne said he need to be banned from saying the word nigga to oh, further know this. I mean, I mean that that's been in question ever since that old video came out where he said, "Man, that's that nigger." Remember that? Oh, Have you I seen remember that? that. There was a video, old video back from like 2007, 2006, <laughs> early Drake. Oh, that was around that time. He was talking about some <laughs> rapper, Static something. Static Shock? No, oh, no, not, not the cartoon. cartoon character. Somebody. But uh, he was talking about him and how his experience meeting him. And this is before Major. Urban Drake, like full yeah. Urban Drake. Static and he was like, I saw him. I thought he was cool. And I was like, yeah, that's that nigger. He put the <laughs> ER on it. <laughs> And it sounded extra weird and awkward. The video's still on YouTube. Yeah. But, and that's why I think Drake's career is fascinating. Despite, despite all of that, he things that would normally end people. Urban, yeah. Yes. He still somehow became the biggest rapper out. Yeah. Mm. But if he can maintain that behind that, if he comes back from this, he might be the best. Do you think yeah. his relationships had things to do with this, though? Like his, his cash money relationship for him to be able to do this corny, not... I guess not that, kind that, of corny shit, but that gave him clout. Yeah, for that gave us him clout. To approve, you know, just kind of brush things under the rug. The yeah. people he was associated with, the J Prince co-sign, mm-hmm. the the OGs out in Houston showing him respect. Yeah, Bun B getting behind him, Cash Money, Birdman, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, all that helped to mm-hmm. craft that image as well. Yeah, but. I mean, he made hits too. That's true. So, because I like Drake, but I don't deny that he's a corny nigga. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> deny that he's probably pretty lame in real life. <laughs> I feel like he got cool as of a couple years ago. Really? Yeah, Drake. But um, before, I always thought he was like a corny dude. Yeah. And then when you listen to him talk, it's like, man, this dude corny. Yeah. And when he rap, it's kind of like a um, what's in it, Iggy Azalea. Yes, how she raps like she hood accent. yeah and when you hear her talk it's like what yeah yes. like you sound like you from Atlanta but then when you talk it's like <laughs> I ain't gonna say proper but 
It sounds like he's he from Australia. Yeah. I listen to him, and he talks differently when he's in different situations. Yeah. Like, I think on the Zach Lowe podcast, he talks like Black Drake. Mm-hmm. When he went on the Coach Calipari podcast, or the college basketball coach, excuse me, for Kansas Jayhawks, yeah. he was talking super white. Y'all got to <laughs> remember, this man is an actor. Uh, he was an actor and, first. Was he, was, he was never a good actor. He was. Like, <laughs> okay. You got to watch Degrassi. Yeah, you it's got on shot. YouTube. I remember that. <laughs> that was very, I cried. That was very monumental in that uh, okay. show. Y'all yeah. have to go watch it. It's on YouTube from I'm the not, beginning. I'm not gonna watch this. <laughs> but anyway, so let, let, that's enough of Drake and Pusha T. We'll, 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 we will stay tuned, and hopefully by next show we'll have a new record to respond to. Yeah. But yeah. I doubt it at this point. More new releases came out. Um, Kanye West dropped his. I believe eighth studio album now is just called yay. (laughs) Um, He had a listening party in Wyoming. I think he flew a lot of random people out, even though they mostly seem to have the same complexion. That was not black. (laughs) Um, They, he had a listening party on, what was it? Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. The album dropped on Friday. Mm -hmm. I've heard mixed things. I personally did not enjoy it, but I'm interested in what y'all thought about it. Is old Kanye back? Was the uproar worth it for the music? What did y'all feel when y'all heard this album simply titled Yay? Um, well, to answer your first question, <laughs> the old Kanye is never coming back. Yeah. I don't Agreed. people need to quit saying, Oh, we need the old Yay back. No. And me honestly, I don't I don't want the old college dropout Kanye. You don't? Nah, I don't. I felt like that was good for that moment, but I felt like he got lyrically better after college, the first college dropout. Mm. I felt like Late Registration was a good lyrical album. Um, yeah, but um, back to the album, this album, I felt like it was good, but... Um, I don't know, man. It, it's good. I like a couple songs. I just, I just can't get with the seven songs, man. Yeah. The seven songs is irritating, especially with this one. At least Pusha T, all his shit was fire. Yeah. Every song yeah. I like. But um, this album is kind of like out of seven, you like two that you could maybe play again, yeah. go out the way and play. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was okay. I don't think it was worth the wait. I actually like the two other songs. I like the Scoopy-Dee-Doop song. I wish yeah, that was on there. That should have been. <laughs> <laughs> even Ye vs. The People was better than half that album, and yeah. I didn't even have no drums on it. Yeah. So when I heard them two, well, not the Scoopy-Dee-Doop song, but the um, People vs. Ye, I'm like, oh, shit, okay. He yep. actually, this might be a hip-hop album. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not done with him or nothing. I still like him. I, I I'm gonna still listen to the album, but I don't know. Yeah. This is I don't. This to me, this probably not even better than um, Life of Pablo. Yeah. Oh no, Life of Pablo was good to me. Oh yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was Life of Pablo was better than this. And off the record, I mean, I just listened to it for the first time with y'all, and I thought <laughs> y'all was kidding when you said it was 24 minutes long, but it is, <laughs> <laughs> and. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, 
I, I obviously I like the beats. Obviously I like the production behind it, but man, I I don't know if I secretly want like deep down I'll be wanting the old Kanye like you said, like the late registration to college dropout lyrics because when I hear some of what I hear it's like dang, what it like really? Yay, this ain't good. <laughs> like this ain't this isn't it's not what I want to hear. That's not what's up. Like you, what happened to you is what I think when I heard a lot of it. But um, I did like a couple of songs. The Violent Crimes was kind of good. I, I mm-hmm. like that one. Okay, I, I want to say just listening to it for the first time that was one of the better songs. And uh, wouldn't leave. I felt like obviously that was a dedication maybe to Kim Kardashian, but yeah. I didn't feel like that was re- like was she supposed to like th- like feel respected by that or like i don't know i didn't think that was a good like dedication i kind of if that were dedicated to me i don't know how it would feel like that wasn't it wasn't a hey mama yeah Yeah. it was kind of like you my you know you my you my trophy like and you ain't going nowhere because you know we we good together. We gonna make this money together. I don't think he said it like that or that's meant it like I, that. That's how I took he, it. He said that she could leave because she was yelling at him for all the crazy stuff he was saying. Mm-hmm. And he said she could leave if but she he, wanted to, and she didn't want to leave. But I don't think he was saying you can't leave. Oh no, I know. I I, I got that. But yeah. like, just in the aspect that she ain't going nowhere. Like that's kind of how I took it. Like she ain't going nowhere. She can. She. I'm telling her she can leave and look at her. She ain't going nowhere. She like always it. gonna be here. Like she. We. We. Uh, you know. We Kim and Con- we Kim Ye. We gonna be. We gotta get this money together. That's how I kind of took that song off first listen. So I don't really know if I liked it. I did like that. What she always kind of does is incorporate different singers in into his uh, tracks. Yeah. I didn't like like Figgy kind of mentioned he didn't give nobody credit. I think I think people were embarrassed to be on this album after all the stuff all this he had stuff. been saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was at the request of other people Not to too. have their names removed from the song. That's just my then, conspiracy okay. theory. At the same time, though, like you kind of mentioned off, you know, before the podcast, like he was talking about stuff that just happened, like TMZ mm-hmm. stuff, you yes. know, so. Like, did he, was it an issue or were these songs just like, are these songs that he had been working on or were these songs that just, he kind of just put together and gave us, you know, because it was time for his album to be out. So I don't really know. I don't, it was all right. It wasn't what I was, it, it was a disappointment to see that. I mean, to listen to Pusha last week and this come out, it was a real disappointment, but at the same time it's Kanye and I'm not that huge of a fan of Kanye to begin with anymore so I love his production I love when he produces I love that the artistry behind him but his his projects for me they not what they they never gonna be old Kanye and I, I liked old Kanye so. yeah I will say a couple things number one I thought it was smart for them to put Pusha T's album first mm-hmm. yeah. because that actually made me want to listen to this album yeah Whereas before, I would have taken my time with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe listen to it like a few days after. Mm-hmm. But after hearing that album, I was kind of hyped for it. <laughs> I was, too. And when I heard it, it was pretty much exactly what I feared. <laughs> a few things to say about this. I felt The Life of Pablo was an extremely rushed album. I don't. I think he admitted it wasn't finished at one point. Mm-hmm. This is even worse. This sounds like something he kind of threw together. He took the album picture cover art 
on his phone on the way to his listening party. Yeah. That Which tells sun, uh, Thursday night. Yes, the same day the album came out pretty much. Yeah. That te- like this artistic oh I just I just do whatever I'm free flowing no this is enough of this <laughs> I, and I hate on Yeezus every chance I get at least that felt like he put work into it mm-hmm. yeah at least that felt like a fully produced and fleshed out album this one it's just not that I don't the beats were the production to be fair the production is pretty decent Mm-hmm. There are some songs I could do completely without them. We'll probably never want to hear again. Overall, the production is decent. Lyrically, I feel like this is the be- the worst he's ever been. Mm. So I you feel think like this is the worst album? Lyrically, yes. I can agree mm. with that. I feel like he has run out of interesting things to say, and he doesn't know how to say things cleverly anymore. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. And I knew this was coming after that father stretched my hands, which was a great record until song, he yeah. started rapping on it. <laughs> and then it got terrible. But this, I think he has no, like he really is just completely lost self-awareness. Yeah. The, the song about wouldn't leave, is that supposed to make us feel bad for him? Oh yeah. Like he's yeah. talking about himself like he was just unfairly targeted and his wife is mad because he's going to lose. Nobody forced you to go on in, to on TMZ and say slavery was a choice. Yeah. yeah. Nobody made you. Nobody <laughs> even asked you your opinion on these things. You freely gave it out. Yeah. And then want to act like you're 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 getting killed unfairly for it. Mm-hmm. Like how are you supposed to feel when we hear these records? Yeah. Is yeah. my question. How can anyone relate to anything he's saying anymore? Mm-hmm. I feel like he should have just made this album for himself and just never played it for anybody but his friends. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have to hear it. He yeah. has nothing interesting to tell us anymore. Yeah. On the D- wood- oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go, you go. <laughs> On the Wooden Leaves song, I did. I mean, I I get where you feel where you're coming from as far as making us feel sorry for him, but at the same time, he did kind of appeal to like at least trying to explain himself. He didn't like, try. That's like, the thing. Like, as far as saying, you know, things things don't come out how he wants them to say. I can't, I, I need to look up the line exactly, but when I was reading the lyrics, I... I he could, blamed some of what he said on bipolar. He Bipolarism, I think, is the term, maybe. Um, <laughs> he talks about, even the name of it is I Love How I'm Bipolar or whatever. I'm the album art. Yeah. Whatever. Um... I don't know. I understand people deal with being bipolar. Maybe this is a album about mental health. I don't know. But just the the fact it's hard to feel any pity for him when he puts himself in these situations Mm -hmm. and then wants understanding because of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel he just has nothing else interesting to say anymore. He has nothing good to say. Rhyme Fest needs to write for him again for him to have decent lyrical content again. Do you think that will actually work though? Because um like I'm sitting here thinking now, what was the last best Kanye single? Like honestly, like Lyrically? Father yeah, Father Stretch My Hand was a good song, yeah, but that yeah, was it. the lyrics was up terrible. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um what was the last because he he had um what was the one song with Jeezy on the he took from Jesus. Can't tell me nothing. Yeah, I that was a good was single a good song, with good man. lyrics. Like, what was the last <laughs> song single like that? I Kanye? would well, a single. I don't know. 
Nigga. As far as a lyrical, I think Gorgeous off of my beautiful Dark Twisted fan, uh, Fantasy is probably my favorite lyrical song from him. Rhymefest wrote that. But mm-hmm. the stuff he was saying in that was powerful. Yeah. And it was said cleverly. Mm-hmm. Now he says something like, I love your titties because it proved that I can focus on two, two things, things at once. <laughs> yeah. That's only slightly less bad than the bleach asshole thing from Father Sweat Stretch My Hands. So yeah. point being, it's just I'm I'm not gonna say Kanye is canceled. Like you said, I will listen to the next albums that come out. Mm-hmm. But as far as him, number one, his hit making ability might be done. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying because um even on the um, my twisted dark fantasy album, he had power. Yeah, and that monster, was a, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, as actual all singles. Of the yeah, so yeah, I ain't really care for that verse in that song. All of the lights. I, yeah. I like the song. <laughs> really, the song general. was powerful. Yeah, I love yeah. the song. The song was powerful. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I felt like he haven't had a single like that. All his singles is geared towards. I don't. Maybe his. His singles are not powerful like mm-hmm. it used to be. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's the part I I don't know. I don't know if he could ever make something like that again. I don't think he can. Yeah. I think he's lost as mm-hmm. far as making hits. And he blames it on radio, not giving him radio play yeah. because of Taylor Swift. No. If it's popping, radio's going to play it. Regardless. Yeah. Your music just isn't hidden like that anymore. There's nothing on this album that I can see. Playing and rotation. Anything. Yeah, yeah That. Yeah. that's the... That was my second question too. Do you see anything planned from this album? Hell no. On the radio? No. Nah. I honestly didn't really see anything planned from the last album. But uh I was shocked that Father yeah. Stretched My Hands played as much as it did. And I think yeah. that was mainly because of the internet and the memes that <laughs> yeah. got it popping like that. And the whole kid cuddy situation yes. that was going on. Yeah. I can agree with that. I think uh, he he bring, he gives us all yay more so on his features. He gives us the yay that I be looking for on his albums. He gives us that on his features. Yeah. So that that's I guess unfortunate. But, yeah. You know. So all in all, I guess it was hard to say I'm disappointed because I didn't expect a whole lot in the first place. I have seen people on the internet try to defend it, mm. but they defend anything Kanye does. Yeah. Overall, I just feel like Kanye musically It's not the same. Yeah. And it's probably not going to be the same again. Yeah. I mean, he's forty years old at this point. People yeah. forget that. Think mm-hmm. think about what Jay Z dropped at forty plus and what Kanye just dropped at forty plus. And yeah. and compare the mind states of them. Even yeah. just <laughs> Not to shit, not to shit on my daddy or anything, but like my daddy doesn't like like him being kind of in the same age bracket. My daddy used to listen to Jay and certain people back in the day, but he's not checking for these people anymore. So I kind of relate that to Kanye. Like he's a father now. Like you're not as hip as you once were. Like you're not as with certain sounds as you once might have been. You know. So I think Kanye. I, I think Kanye still has that audience, mm-hmm. but he doesn't really deserve it. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I agree with that 100. Yeah. 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 It, <laughs> it was a lot of people defending the album. Yeah. And. I, to me, like right now, I don't want to say, oh, it's just a whack ass album, but um, people is just like, wow, amazing, yeah. wonderful, he's yeah, a no. genius. What's that really funny is seeing so all it's... the conservatives suddenly become <laughs> Kanye fans. Uh, Candace Owens said, it's a beautiful album, I just love it. 
Yeah. All these people are coming out the woodwork. I'm sure uh, Bill O'Reilly gonna say something in a few yeah. days. It's I don't like rap, but I like Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy. We've talked about this how the conversation surrounding Kanye when his music drop was gonna change. Yeah. Based on you know from them tweets and the TMZ rant, it's a whole different conversation now. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Last week I um I think I put on Facebook. Are y'all still canceling Kanye because this Pusha T album is hot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you had some people like, "Oh, I ain't listening. I ain't listening." That's, yeah. But I'm like, man, you can't. Like, I understand if you don't like Kanye as a person, but <laughs> you can't block Bush, Pusha T, man. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. Like, I don't know, man. Do y'all think Pusha T is a hypocrite for going after Drake for blackface and being signed and promoting what Kanye does? I'm not saying he promotes what he does, but the fact is you're still working under him. Yeah. Do y'all think he's a hypocrite for that? No, I think I think he's more of a hypocrite with the whole trying to call Drake out for his ghostwriting. Yeah, for not writing his music, and then you got Kanye who's known for not writing his mu- his own music. Yeah. yeah. So I I will. I will point that out more than the other, the blackface shit. I think hypocrite is a strong word just because he doesn't necessarily have to have the same views as him to work under him. I understand I understand the fact of not if somebody doesn't, things on that level, I understand if you don't have the same views, that's hard to, to really get with somebody like working with wise, I guess. you mm-hmm. That would, I guess, strain y'all's relationship, but at the same time, they don't have to have the same views. So let, let, let me put it like this. Once Roseanne started tweeting <laughs> the stuff she tweeted, Wanda Sykes immediately said she's not working on Roseanne anymore. Mm-hmm. Why was she working on there in the first place? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I didn't even know she was on the show. Was she on she was the a, show? She was a writer. Oh, okay. She was a writer. Okay. And to be fair, Roseanne is a legendary female comedian. Comedian, period. I think she's hilarious. Not her show necessarily, mm-hmm. but her comedy, period. I think she's hilarious. Now, was she but... always known to be a racist? Because I, I guess I've never really paid attention to Roseanne outside of the show. I think Roseanne has issues. Mm. Um, if you read up into her past, I believe when she was a teenager, she got into a real bad car accident and had some brain injury. And mm. she got so messed up mentally that they had to put her in an institution. Oh, and shit. she got pregnant and gave the baby away while she was in this institution. Basically, I think she's always struggled with bipolar problems. Mm. Um, Tom problems. Arnold was married to her and said that she has 27 different personalities. And mm. sometimes he would come home and Roseanne would love him. Then the next day he would come home and she'd be trying to stab him and kill him and all this crazy stuff. Damn. So... I think, number one, Roseanne shouldn't have had a Twitter account. <laughs> I felt somebody, somebody yeah. close to her should have confiscated her her phone once the show blew up like it did. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, so <laughs> she would have feel free reign to do whatever. I forgot my whole point in this. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, did, are we transitioning into no, Roseanne I mean, we right can. now? We, we might as because well. I, yeah, I forgot what you was bringing up. I, I was talking about how Wanda Sykes quit Roseanne mm-hmm. when she tweeted what she tweeted. Mm-hmm. But Pusha T didn't say anything Kanye. when Kanye talked about what he talked about. Yet you want to call out Drake for wearing blackface when your boss said slavery was a choice, quote, yeah. <laughs> so what is worse? I, um, 
to defend Kanye a little bit, it's not like he said, you know, I hate niggas or, you know, something like that that was really racist. He he brought up the famous white people defense marks points when I, I, when white people, I, of course, mean like the ultra conservative types, not yeah. you, Tab. You're cool, man. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I think he brought up a lot of the the typical conservative arguing points because he was talking about you know so many kids die in Chicago and we're work focus on protesting and police killings and all that stuff. That sounded mm. bad to me, yeah. coming from a person like Kanye. Mm. Yeah. So and Pusha had nothing to say about that, mm-hmm. but somehow Drake is a vulture. <laughs> so whatever maybe it's just me but i just feel like he's a hypocrite kind of because you because know, of he, that you, yeah you he could have quit good music if he felt that strongly about the black community mm-hmm. and being away from a negative voice mm-hmm. but you're gonna go ahead and flip on con and drake like he, that whatever he probably feel like you probably know kanye got some problems and um he probably confused about it yeah so yeah <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Another new release real quick. Um, Black Thought and Ninth Wonder. They teased a project. I didn't think it was going to come out this fast, but it did. Um, it's called Streams of Thought Volume 1. I recommend everybody listen to it if you like hip-hop. Black Thought, of course, probably the most underrated MC in the game today, still living. Yeah. L- lyrically, he's legendary and he really let the clip go on this one it's 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 an amazing listen if you like hip-hop check it out i recommend it strongly hopefully they come out with a new volume soon because we need to be safe in the bullshit sometimes yeah uh <laughs> so in our rush to get back oh yeah screw it let's talk about the nba now oh, God. <laughs> because we number oh, wow. one we ended the podcast quickly uh, last week. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we rushed home to see Game 7 of the Warriors versus Man. the Rockets. What a disappointment. Yeah, it really sucked. Yeah. Um, did you did you think we had it, or we as the Rockets had a chance? I felt like, yeah, they were I was it. excited. Yeah. Like, after the first half? The first, I knew, that's the thing, I didn't get too high after the first half because I knew the Warriors were, were going to come out swinging hard. Um, I didn't expect them to miss 27 threes in a row. <laughs> I didn't expect him to keep chucking up threes like that. That and was a nightmare. I didn't expect some of the calls to go the way they did. I didn't expect a lot of things. And in the end, it just, it was crushing, man. It was crushing. It yeah. sucked. But I, it was a long, it was a long season, man. It was. It led up to this game seven and, to go down like that, it was heartbreaking. It felt like the season was a waste. Yeah, you, you got the number one, <laughs> you got the number one overall seed, pretty much best record in the league, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I mean, you did get to the Warriors, you did push them to Game Seven, and <laughs> I don't know, man. It yeah. proves that the regular, and that's what I hate the most because every year I love the NBA. I even love the regular season. But this just proved the regular season is really meaningless in NBA because the same two teams, no matter what seat they are, always make it. Yeah, Yeah. the Cavaliers were what the 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 Cavs were what the fourth seed. Yeah, and And they still made it to the finals. And I I tell I told people this. um, I feel like the Golden State Warriors after that seventy three and nine season. They took a page out of out of LeBron's book and they yeah. paced the season. They didn't worry about getting the number one seed every year and 
But the Cavs look. Are oh, you talking about the Warriors or the Cavs? The Warriors. Yeah. But but still, um, for the defense of the Cavs. LeBron and them didn't really focus on, hey, we got to get this number one seed. We got to get home court advantage. It's more like a long as we get there, long as we not like the seven or eight seed. Yeah. But long as we in that top three or four, we'll be all right. We'll, we'll take care of it. I think what really woke up the Warriors was a 73 and nine season where they lost the finals. Yeah. Now, you have the 73 and nine record, probably will never be beat. Mm-hmm. But well, it made eventually. But the fact is, I think they were very tired going into the playoffs, having played that many games where you keep your core. Usually, you can coast, but they wanted the record. They yeah. got at the very end, mm-hmm. and I think they went into the playoffs less than one hundred percent because of it. Yeah, and I because they almost that, lost to the um, Thunder. Yes, they were yep. down three one, and then we know what happened after that. <laughs> Anyway, so um, the finals are set. Game one has taken place. Wow. What were your, number one, what are are your, how do you feel about this? The finals? Yes. Do you feel like Cleveland has a chance, Figgy? Honestly, I'm not saying this because I'm a Cleveland guy, but I think so. I think we got a better chance this year than last year. Because you think the you go- have a better chance now without Kyrie. Yeah, because the I'm looking at the Golden State Warriors, they are not the same team as last year. They've been struggling this year. They struggled against Houston. They they could have been eliminated. And they not that wait a minute. Wait, they not I- that same high I mean, they, they got those spurts where they could they could have a good third quarter and all that. But um Honestly, I thought we had a chance. If if we could keep it close, if if the Cavaliers could keep it close, I feel like they could have pulled it off. They could, they have a chance. See, I got to challenge you on that a little bit because I feel like the Cavs aren't what they were last year either. Because if okay. you look at their playoff run last year, they only lost one game going into the finals. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics. They went to seven games in the first round against the Pacers. Almost lost that. Yeah. They were a missed goaltend call away from losing that series, to be honest. And, and see, and, and see, I feel like people don't give Indiana enough credit because they was a pretty good no. underrated team. I think they, they might have been the better team in that series, honestly. Yeah, but you could say that for all the um, teams Not the that Celtics. they played. Not the Celtics. That, they, they, they're, no. uh, if you take LeBron out, because if you take LeBron out, the Celtics are a way better team. Yeah. And you can say that with every team they play in this playoffs. It's clearly LeBron. So I'm me, I'm baking on LeBron because LeBron been having a hell of a year, a hell of a playoffs. But it's the Warriors, man. Yeah, I mean <laughs> He he scored fifty one points and still lost because his drunk ass teammate decided to <laughs> I don't know. Maybe put some henny in his cup. Wait, so he was drunk? No. Oh y'all. Oh, I'm just he playing. was playing like no, he, was he was drunk. That he was is. lost. No, he yeah. was. He didn't know what was going on when everybody else did. Cost the team the game. Yes. There were a couple. It wasn't all his fault, to be fair. It seemed yeah. like it. It was. It was a lot of stuff going on in that yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. But that show you. You see how close the game. If the game stayed close, LeBron could have pulled it off. But um, it was tie going in overtime, and then he shot 0 for 4, and they lost. Yeah, but still, it was a lot of shaky calls that didn't go the Cavaliers' way. Yeah. Because Kevin Durant, to me, that was a charge. 
the, the yeah, KD. Yeah, that that play. was the that was the craziest thing I think I've ever seen in the NBA. Yeah, the fact so that they reviewed that and re yeah, it was weird. Yeah, so if that call stood as a charge, it would have been Cleveland ball, and they probably I'm I'm not sure if they had to shoot free throws or they would have just took it out of bounds, but. Yeah, the Golden State was I wanna say they was down. They was down too yeah. at that point. So, um and I I told people all year pretty much that Golden State is not that clutch because I feel like they fold when it come down to the moment like that. And we seen it in the two thousand sixteen playoffs. We um we seen it that a couple was before Kevin Durant though, be yeah, fair. That was before Kevin Durant, but um Kevin Durant came up short in these playoffs in the fourth quarter. He wasn't good in the fourth <laughs> against the Rockets. But, um, yeah, it's it's like the Golden State Warriors. If they're not blowing you out, then it's kind of like a close game where they kind of lose it a little bit, where they kind of go cold. Hmm. They never like they never really hit a game winner or they never come up clutch except, except for last night pretty much. And the overtime, they ran away with it. But do you think the Cavs mentally overcome this last game? We all mm-hmm. saw LeBron in his I, suit and his shorts, yeah. grab his purse, <laughs> walk off the podium because yeah. he had enough. These reporters asked him about J.R. Smith. Mm. Yeah. So do you think they can overcome? Because they had this game. Yeah. They had several opportunities. I don't see them playing much better. I mean, LeBron put up 51. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Wasn't the score like 110? To 122. Yeah, they like lost that. by like 10 points. Yeah. In the yeah. End. Put up half to the, over half of the points. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is ridiculous. He should win a finals MVP even if they lose. <laughs> they say, people say that every year, man. He sh- I mean, it was a crime they gave it to Andre Iguodala in the first Warriors championship. It yeah. should have been LeBron. Even if they lost, <laughs> it would have been weird. But Andre Iguodala should not be a finals MVP. I don't yeah. care what he did defensively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a damn shame. Yeah. But anyway, um, so let, let's get into a few stories we, we didn't touch on mm-hmm. last week because of our rush. I don't think we talked about the Nicki Minaj Eminem thing, did we? Kind of. We did a little we bit. Touched we touched on a little bit in the, in the beginning. But this, Nicki Minaj is just getting cornier and cornier by the I'm day goes. I'm over her. I'm so over her. And I, I'm really... I just want her to disappear. Like, Damn. Like, <laughs> like Thanos. Like, snap your you know how before, this, like when the year started, I don't know if y'all paid attention, but she was not on scene. She wasn't on social media. They even had a couple posts on Instagram. I don't know, the Shade Room, Baller Alert. Like, where's Nikki? Where's Nikki? It was cool. I, didn't, I wasn't looking for her. Mm-hmm. And now she's just so bitter. Like, now that she's back, like, Cardi she is proving what everybody used to say about her, how she was the bee and how she people, like, she was just an evil person. And, like, like, yeah, like, people used to say she was just an ugly person. Remy Ma was saying how she was trying to keep her from getting money. Like, and now that she's out and speaking publicly, it's just all that ugliness is showing. And I'm just over her. I'm really over her. I'm not here for her music. Them little singles, I didn't like them. They were okay. <laughs> Nothing was great about them. The fact that she named her album Queen when Cardi is clearly the queen at the moment is wait, annoying wait, to me. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Cardi is, is clearly the right now in the female rap game. Is Cardi B not the queen of the moment? Is she not? I mean, I say if you want to define the moment, that's what I'm saying. She, the moment, she's the, the for sure, of the, the moment. moment. I'm not talking about the lyricists, none of that. I'm talking about of the moment right now. Have Cardi we, B 
is on top. She the hottest right now. She's yeah. the hottest. But I feel like we've never crowned anybody Queen immediately coming out on their first album. Yeah, even a, the greats. Two, maybe Biggie was the closest. Yeah, but but even then, he had been dropping he, songs for a while before that. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I, I feel like we started calling him like the king when he died. Yeah, so it wasn't. Like he was living, and um, we like, oh, King Biggie, or you know, he the king of rap. They call yeah. him the king of New York. Yeah, they didn't call him the king of hip hop. I think it's premature to call Cardi B number one. Well, she could be the the hottest rapper out right now, female wise. Yeah. Maybe the hottest rapper out. Period. Yeah. No, Drake is I don't losses. say that. Who do you think is hotter? I don't say she's the hotter. <sighs> I don't think so. Who do you think is bigger than her right now? Right now. Yeah, no. What, six nine? Uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. No, you no, I can agree with that. Yeah. I think Cardi is. I mean, she might be. But I just Nikki though, like Oh, she just seems so ungenuine to me. Like, if you are really about uplifting and if you are really about this positivity, it just does not show and like it's, she screams bitter in everything that she does lately. She screams bitter and she screams like I want that. Why isn't the attention on me? And it's not the fact that it's like she still have her fans, but it's just a, it's just a simple fact. Like give Cardi, like let Cardi be Cardi. She's not really checking for you. She's not worried about you. So why are you always like bringing her up? Why are you always making this a thing when it's not yeah. for her? So Cardi? I wasn't talking about this part. We can get into this too, though, yeah. because you brought to our attention. Oh yeah, a little. <laughs> I guess subliminal Twitter shots that Nicki Minaj had towards Cardi B and Offset. Yeah. She randomly told a story about how a lot of men wanted to get her pregnant and she said no because she wants to be married first mm -hmm. and basically ended that with uh, women, you should know your worth. And yeah. Don't ever get knocked up. Of course, we know Cardi is pregnant and not married. Yeah. yeah. She got knocked up pretty quick too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So she's saying she enjoys her freedom, all this crap. Offset, I don't know if this was a tweet or Instagram thing, but he deleted it. Twitter, Twitter, I think. Yeah, yeah. he tweeted something kind of clapping back at Nikki. Like she was miserable. Yeah, called her <laughs> miserable and all that. He deleted this, of course. Now, this is very interesting, number one, because we know Quavo and Nikki have some kind of relationship. I'm not saying they date. Yeah. But we saw him in that video where she's playing her newest song. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's close with at least one of them on their team. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it could cause a problem in the future. I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah, they're Quavo and them are blood family. Yeah, but you would think like if, if Offset canceled Nikki, you would think Quavo, Quavo would follow would suit. Yeah. Because they seem Quavo's to be very to close. If okay. he and, and plus <laughs> and if Offset said that, um it's probably something going on where they prob they probably not even cool anyway. Nikki so, and uh, Yeah, Quavo probably not all that cool yeah. like we see it anyway. But how Nikki's trying to portray it, like she tr was trying to portray that her and Cardi were on the best of terms, how she's trying to portray that she's the queen and this, that, like, yeah, all of this, all of this, <laughs> all of these gimmicks right now, I'm over her. Like, I understand her tweets. I completely can agree with her tweets as far as uplifting young girls and women and hashtagging it queen because obviously that's promotion for her album. But at the same time, there were other ways to do that without subliminally coming at Cardi. And I don't care what she says, that was subliminal shots at Cardi. There's no way you can tell me that wasn't because there you, you she could have had other stories to tell. She could have had other <laughs> uplifting mo like things to say. 
about a, you know about a queen and a young lady and how they yeah. should be treated. So no, I think she did eventually delete all this too. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny how she's trying to uplift women now. Exactly. But a couple years ago, before Cardi and all that, she, when it was just her, mm-hmm. it was like I'm, Take I'm, sons. yeah, mm-hmm. and she was <laughs> all these with bitches, everyone. My sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, okay, last thing, and I'm getting off her. <laughs> but do y'all remember when her and Mariah Carey were beefing at? During American Idol. Yes. When you think about that, Mariah Carey is a fucking diva. Like, she doesn't have to be for anybody because she's Mariah Carey. Like, when do you ever hear her really just, like, coming for somebody? Like, beefing with anybody because she doesn't mm-hmm. have to. Like, that's how you know it had to have been Nikki. Like, Nikki had to have now. done something to provoke her because she don't, she don't care about nobody. Mariah be in her own world, living her own life, drinking her wine. Now... I think Mariah Carey is crazy too. <laughs> now, I I can't put that no, all on Nikki. She did say that she, she has came out. Problems. She came out and said she's bipolar. Yeah. Which I think we all knew, having seen what she's done to public in yeah. the past twenty years, basically. I think Mariah Carey is crazy too. Yeah. I can't put that all on Nikki. Really. I do feel like Mariah Carey should be above beefing with somebody like Nicki Minaj, being as how all she's done in her career, but. Like I said, I don't know. why. I, I have this question, though. Mm-hmm. Why are we so quick to designate Cardi the the good guy here? Um, because I felt like not so long ago we were doing the same thing with Nicki Minaj. And that I yeah. I can agree with that. I, whenever the mm-hmm. Lil' Kim stuff was going on, mm-hmm. I, I 100% thought that um, Lil' Kim They're was hating. just... Bull- yeah, I thought she was bitter, hating. I bitter, thought that she ass. was... Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that. I really did. But then just over the years multiple it's not just Lil Kim it's like multiple people men and women have negative things to say about Nikki or or like about her character how she's just not this nice person that she seems to be and that I think that's why I can believe it a lot more seeing as Cardi seems to be a she's always been very open she's always been Cardi that you know that we know but that's why I think for me it's a lot easier to believe because all of these people kind of like the Monique situation like she was a lot of people say she's hard to work with. Same as for Nicki Minaj. I like everybody can't be wrong. Mm. Yeah. Every everybody that's saying everybody ain't wrong. Like it's it's really <laughs> gotta be something in you. Yeah, we starting to see it now because she got competition. Yeah. Like, we it's I mean, it's fair to say Cardi B is competition. Yeah. Right? Because it wasn't no other female artist or rapper like that. Nicki also put out some shots, probably Cardi shots. Talking about how no matter how deluded or crazy the game gets, she's always going to write her own stuff. Yeah. yeah. Taking shots at the fact that Cardi does not write her own rhymes. That doesn't bother me, though. Mm. It does Because Cardi is honest about it. It'd be I mean, different if she was up here acting like perpetrating like she did. She's yeah. always said that she's had help writing. Like at the beginning when she was writing her mixtapes, obviously, and there's a shift in her music now, which she's openly talked about. But at the beginning, she was writing her lyrics, but now she's she has no problem admitting that she gets help. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't like. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Wasn't Nikki getting help from Safari? Of course exactly. she was. <laughs> yeah. That's that, what her that, this shit is. Yeah. This shit is so weird, man. That people be like, oh, oh, you ghost writing. Oh no, you yeah. ghost right. And it's, it's funny like, that oh, how just was. a few days later she was talking about how corny it is that people keep on bringing up Quentin Miller. Yeah. <laughs> but then you gonna go on this whole rant against ghost writing. So yeah. Yeah. nobody wanna hear that. Wasn't nobody saying that shit when Meek came out and told everybody that 
Drake got a Ghost Rider in the reference track. Yeah. And that's what I want to know, too. Where was she during that time? I understand that was a sticky situation for her to be on both sides, but she got so much to say now. But your whole man was beefing with this man, and now, but now you're on Drake's side wholeheartedly. Like, she, that just... She wasn't on his side as soon as they broke up. Yeah. When they broke up, she then was she was like... done with Yeah. Me. She took a selfie with him and everything. Yeah. Yep. So I'm like, man. That's shady, man. Speaking of shady, <laughs> do you think she's going to get that Eminem verse for her I, new album? I can believe it. I, I can believe it. Why not? She had one on the first album. Yeah. Roman's Revenge was fire. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. That, that, that song. <laughs> when she was going at Kim. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean. Do we want to hear a Slim Shady verse on Nicki's song? And I, what kind of Nicki song is it? I feel like Eminem is motivated to make better music now because everybody hated his last album. That uh, remix, that Chloroseptic remix, yeah, he was kind off. of incredible. Yeah. So if he can keep that energy, yeah, I want to <laughs> hear him on a Nicki song. If it's on the other bullshit, no, nah, I'm not here for it. If it's like a starship yeah. and then featuring yeah. Eminem. I'm, I'm cool on that. <laughs> Some other stories we didn't really touch on. Um... We didn't talk about this. Well, first off, um, Miss J. Cole fan. Yes. Your boy interviewed Lil Pump. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Now, I hope you... Please tell me you watched this and can give us a report card on it. I can't because... even lie to you. I didn't watch it. Okay. Did you watch like it? You didn't even see any of it? No, none of it. I oh, didn't. Damn. I said I'd watch it later because I just didn't understand why. <laughs> Now, was this after the whole diss song? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was before, early yeah. on, or... No, it was after all this. <laughs> this shit was hilarious, man. You, this watch, you watch it? I watched half of it. Okay. When Lil, when Lil Pump pulled some crackers out of his pocket and started eating them during the interview... <laughs> Wait, what? I'm like, oh, no, that's it. <laughs> this fool pulled a pack of crackers out. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. Yeah, it was weird as hell. Yeah. The, I think the part that stood out <laughs> to me was Drake. He asked how did Lil Pump start rapping or whatever, and Pump said he was about to ask him that. So J. Cole came out saying, oh, yeah, back when I was little, I used to have a two-pot CD, and I fell in love with rap, and my homeboy used to rap, and I always wanted to rap, so I started writing, and, you know, it was just a dream of mine, to blah, blah, blah. Little Pump said, oh, I was just sitting in the car high with my friend, <laughs> Perp, and um, just freestyling. He said, hey, you should take this shit serious. And I said, all right. <laughs> and he and he told J. Cole he just started rapping like two years ago. Yeah, he's been saying that for a while now. And J. Cole like, two years ago? Like, really? I was just like, man, that's crazy because I come from the J. Cole background. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know, growing up, listening to music. Um, listening to some old music and wanting to sample it and not freestyling like all, all this other stuff. This. Yeah, right, writing music and all that. And he just came out of nowhere like I was just high smoking a blunt in the car and just start freestyling. They said, that's, "Hey, you should take that shit serious." That's the new wave. Remember when <laughs> Lil when Lil Uzi Vert first came out? He was saying he just been rapping for only a year. Yeah, if that. <laughs> that's the new wave. The accidental rapper. At That's this point. I don't, I'm, I'm still so amazed at that, quiet. though. Huh? Oh, no, yeah, he's been kind of quiet lately. Who, Uzi? Mm -hmm. Yeah, his last album flopped. Mm. He has to... Actually, no, it didn't, because he had that... Uh, what's Tour it called? Life. Tour Life. But mm -hmm. it, it didn't deliver it like people wanted it to. Yeah. 
he didn't have any other really big singles off it. Um, I don't know why this happened. I mean, I, I get <laughs> that little uh, um, uh, Cole. J. Cole oh, is wow. trying to J. Cole is trying they to become save a group, the it'd be Lil Cole. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw about maybe 10 minutes, well, not even that, maybe five minutes. And, and uh, J. Cole just kept on going on and on and on about how smart Lil Pump is. He's like, man, I just think you're so smart. And, you know, when you came out, I was like, this guy is so smart. I saw how smart he was. And Lil Pump looks like he doesn't know where the fuck he is. Yeah. He looked very uncomfortable looked and weird. anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Like really? he did, Yeah, he looked very uncomfortable the entire interview. And and this show you how sorry to cut you off, no, but this ahead. show you how um kids nowadays they can't really talk to people. Yeah. Because he really wasn't talking. He was just kind of sitting there and like, yeah. Yeah. And then he'll say a little something. Meanwhile, J. Cole is pretty much conducting the whole damn mm-hmm. interview and, uh, and trying to get stuff out of him. Mm-hmm. And he just like, Yeah, I did this. And look weird as hell. Like yeah. he uncomfortable and like it's awkward. Mm-hmm. I mean, given his music, I'm not surprised the interview really went like this. I, I do think he was uncomfortable not knowing what J. Cole was going to say or what he should. It was just a weird, weird look. I don't know why this happened. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the point. I, I, I respect the fact that J. Cole didn't just say, fuck the youth. Yeah. He yeah. actually tried to reach out and mentor somebody. I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like we didn't need to see it. I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't, I it was like weird. It was, it they could have kept this behind closed doors. Yeah. But when he, when when Lil Pump pulled out his crack, some crackers out of note, out of everything, he just pulled out <laughs> a pack of crackers <laughs> and started eating them. I keep crackers on deck, too, so I can't even lie. I can't laugh at them. <laughs> I take them from restaurants. Most people say mints. You you really keep crackers in your pockets yeah. and stuff? No, well, I don't. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't keep them on deck. <laughs> oh, okay. Like that, but I will take he them. He did. And oh, yeah. have extra ones, oh, yeah. and I will eat them later on. Yeah. What else happened? Um, Amber Rose, I believe the reason oh, yeah. is being rumored why her and Twenty One Savage broke up. Apparently, she smashed one of his homies. Yeah. <laughs> what do y'all feel about that? I don't know why. Um, with her being black and black China being best friends, I don't know why it's harder to see Amber Rose as a hoe. Like, she doesn't portray herself as much as a hoe as black China does. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say hoe is a strong word because I know she does her slut walk, she she embraces that. But for some reason, maybe, but no, nah, because black China is a mother too, but yeah. like. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because she she's more under wraps with her stuff. Like we don't really no. know too much, or maybe I just don't follow her enough, or I don't hear about too much that she does, like as whole related anymore. Like, of course, in her past, but I don't really. Maybe I think it's just it was. I don't follow her. I don't know. I think it was the Kanye thing. Mm-hmm. I think when she came out with Kanye, that elevated her to a higher class of hoe. Yeah, we didn't look at her like. Tiger bringing out Black China, mm-hmm. a girl who had been in videos like Amber Rose really came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what too? Maybe it's because but the difference between Amber Rose and Black China seems that Amber Rose don't be out here plotting on people. Like Amber Rose, she I mean you could argue she seems, plotted on Twenty One Savage, but she but <laughs> I'm gonna trap this I get a genuine vibe from her. Like she really do love these niggas. Like I think she really genuinely does look like she really yeah, she love. Loved, she love 
Wiz Khalifa. No, really. Twenty One Savage. She loved Twenty One <laughs> Savage. Friends. Oh, <laughs> Eric Andre. But I really everybody. feel like she really sincerely cares. And Black China, you can tell she in it for for her come up. Not to say Amber Rose isn't, but it she gives me more of a genuine vibe than Black China. What Kanye told us. All right, man. She told his homie, no matter what happens, she ain't going back to Philly. <laughs> so I don't think they're. Man. As much different as you might think, they can't be. They're best friends, yeah. but just the just I guess the light that I see them in the portray, like I don't know, maybe because I really just don't keep up with her like that anymore. And Black China is something about her every day, so that could be the difference too. I guess we can spin this off into a what a bro knows topic. I have a couple. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> number one, Aaron Hernandez, his former fiance, is dating one of his college teammates. Mm. Um, do y'all think this is out of bounds? Because I talked to a former Texas A&M quarterback, Reg McNeil, on the ESG and Rocket show, episode okay. three coming soon. Okay. Please okay. tune in. Okay. Yes, had to plug it. Had to plug <laughs> it. Um, we we talked to him, and he said this was out of bounds, mm-hmm. even though Aaron Hernandez had been dead for a while. That's just in in bro in their in culture in sports culture, you don't smash your teammates, you, um, your teammates' girls. You don't disrespect them like that. I'm wondering what the new, because I feel like those old rules are out the window these days. Yeah. We, the, the bro code, the man code, whatever you have to call it, is dead. Yeah. But I'm wondering what is y'all's take? Do y'all think, to be fair, Aaron Hernandez has been dead for a while? Do y'all think it's out of bounds for his former college teammate to date his fiance? Now his former college teammate is was that his like close friend or are they just teammates? You would I mean they can't they had to be in each other's circle for them to even know each other honestly I feel. Yeah. Uh I don't, um I don't think it's I don't right now I don't think it's out of bounds because it's not like he popped up a couple weeks later after he died and yeah. said, hey, so, what's up? So let's spin this off into a more relatable thing. Yeah. So let's say one of your best friends dies. Let's say you have like a menace to society type situation <laughs> or a dude is locked up in jail or, or dead. Mm-hmm. He started, and he was yeah. one of your close friends. Yeah. Do you think it's fair game for you to date your dead homie's girl? Hypothetically, me, me personally, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I'm not that type of person. I I had a bunch of chances to date like my homie's ex girl or whatever. Yeah, but once my homie date somebody, I look at them as like, oh no, that's my homie. Even after they stop dating, so I wouldn't be like, oh, she's single, so I'm about to start talking to her. I wouldn't do that unless it's like a whole like a neighborhood hoe who been with everybody and you mm-hmm. just trying to get your peace. Yeah. But if it was like a real relationship, I wouldn't try to have a real relationship with that person either. Okay. I would just, I, it's too many people out here to <laughs> try to get at that person. That's yeah. how I feel. I, do y'all, I hear that often though. It's kind of weird that like when a loved one dies, um, it brings like the friend and the wife closer or yeah, things like that. Because, yeah. That's and... weird. But um, <laughs> no, I just I think that's kind of out of bounds. Like that, why? Because it's kinda, at the same time, it's kind of like when that person was alive, was you was what was you thinking then? Like but was you trying probably, to get at them then? Like probably. And then for the from the female perspective, like 
there's other people out there like you ain't gotta date your man's friend like there's other people around you if anything personally i feel like that would you would more so be my brother or my homeboy more so than i would look at you as somebody for me to be involved with if you were if you were that close to my my, my man like i would kind of see you as a brother at that point more than me trying to get with you i think i think um i think guys if somebody died and the homeboy see it he is his girl or whatever i think they eventually fade off unless oh, just wouldn't be cool no more not not be cool but it's 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 the same thing with family and in-laws mm-hmm. so say for instance my um my wife or whatever pass away and for that moment, we, I might still be in touch with the in-laws. Yeah. But eventually, you kind of fade out where, you know, mm-hmm. you're not really that close to them and you go your separate way. Yeah. I feel like that should be the same way with a homie, too. Because what you, I mean, unless y'all was pretty much grew up together and real friends, not just, oh, this is my homie's girl. Yeah. But, I, re- I mean, I feel like dating somebody, your, de- your dead homie's girl... That's better than dating your homie's girl in jail type thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of dudes do that. A lot of dudes, they will hit on your girl while you in jail type of thing. I mean, look, how how long do you give somebody if they're in jail before? (laughs) That's a whole nother topic. But but your your homie, they wait till you go to jail to try to, you know, push up on your girl. That was never That's, your home. That was always weird to me. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I will say this, and maybe it makes me a scumbag. I've mm-hmm. never actually dated one of my friend's exes or whatever, but I've looked at them. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can always yeah. look. Yeah. If, yeah. if my friend's with a girl, that's fine. I'll be like, damn. I wonder right. how that's like. I just yeah. feel like that's I won't it's act on it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not I don't wrong with ever see, like if you're a fine girl and you're not related to me, I'm never gonna see you as a sister. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's never like that for guys. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like that for y'all women, but it's not like that for us. I think a lot of factors come into play too. Like, do they have children? Do they have children together? Like things yeah, of that. Somebody sort. gotta take care of them. But that's weird though. Like, depending <laughs> on how old your kids are, uncle, uncle. Figgy turns into daddy Figgy. Like, that's weird. You can't do that. That's, that's, but as far as Aaron Hernandez's case, if that was just his teammate, I don't see anything wrong with that. I I don't see anything wrong. There's a lot of situations like that. Yeah. And, um, did you put this in the rundown? Oh, um, you mentioned, um, Sam's Cook. Sam Cook. Oh, yes, yes. I was I remember that, too. This reminded me of the famous Bobby Womack, Sam Cook story. Now, Sam <laughs> Cook explain. was a uh, one of the most famous singers at the time. It was like, what, the 60s? Yeah. yeah. Um, he passed away early, and his backup guitarist, Bobby Womack, who became a star in his own right, in yeah. his own right ended up engaged to Sam Cook's wife, former with his widow, his former wife goes he died, whatever. Mm-hmm. Three months after he died. Oh no, that was going on while that man was still <laughs> yes. alive. Yeah. He yes. was hitting that while he was still alive. Yes. There's no way. And Bobby Womack wrote songs about this too. It was called I Wish He Didn't Trust Me So Much. Basically oh my god. About... <laughs> oh. Yes. So it's yeah. possible that Jeez. Sam Cooke even knew about this before he died. How is she living life? Well, I got too is, much of a this conscience. Is a long time ago, but <laughs> <laughs> no, and that shit still happened though because um, I want to say a couple months ago, this girl from Cleveland was getting tore up because 
her boyfriend or whoever died and it had to be maybe a couple weeks later she was already booed up with somebody else and people thought it was disrespectful because the person that died was like their friend and all that yeah and she just went to somebody else and was so in love and all that mm-hmm. and um i mean it seemed kind of messed up but how long do you, i mean what's the time limit <laughs> do you have to sit there and mope for a year two years there there's several things to take in consideration number one and there are some people who just can't do it being alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they will jump on anything. That's the worst type yeah. of people. Yes, pretty much. But, I mean, we all got our problems. True. Um, there's that. But then there's the more insidious thing of, okay, y'all are either looking at each other or yeah. actually doing something. Yeah. And now that this nigga's out the way. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, damn, you cute. After yes. as soon as you die, type yeah. of thing. So yeah, it's it's weird, man. I don't know. We'll talk about this to a uh, a uh, I want to call him a friend of the show, but he is a empl- co-worker of ours. We talked a, about it all damn week. Yes, I know. <laughs> on the show. Well, well, I, I just want to get y'all's perspective on this mm-hmm. because we have a host who's very odd and, and very old school in his thinking. His name is Mark Ryan. Um, there was an issue with the Astros during one of their games. Um, Lance McCullers, a pitcher, had kind of a fit, and him and Altuve, Jose Altuve got into a little fight. It was a little blow up, but whatever it happens is baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark Ryan tweets about this. He says, Jose Altuve should apologize to Lance for showing him up and to his wife for liking Instagram photos of scantily clad women publicly on Instagram. Hmm. So I guess Jose Altuve was caught liking a photo of a woman on Instagram. Undressed. This is so stupid. I don't even feel like talking about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. But basically, this is everybody against him now. But yeah. he has defended his views. Mm-hmm. And he's basically said a married man or a man in a relationship should not be looking at or liking photos of women in bikinis on Instagram. I would rather you do that on Instagram than you be doing it behind my back. Yeah. I would rather. But do you think it's appropriate at all for it to happen? Yeah. That's a slippery slope because mm. I, I want to say no, but at the same time, if we're married, then I I don't see why why that should bother me. Like, we're married. Like, mm. we're together. That's that, we're, not, we're not just dating. Like, I would want to say that that would bother me. I wouldn't like it. I'm sure it would make me feel a way, but I can't get mad at that. Like, I'm sure I'm liking I'm liking Chris Brown pictures on Instagram and everybody <laughs> else. So he gonna get mad at me for that too. What are the, what are the what are know. the boundaries there? You know what? Nah, that's stupid. I had to ask him too because we was on air talking about it. And I'm like, so do you consider that cheating? And he said no. So, so why I t- is it a big deal then? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't get it. My wife is cool with me. Like sometimes we be sitting there, we both be like, "Damn." Yes. And <laughs> that's the best kind of relationship. And, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Now I wouldn't go commenting and leaving heart eyes yeah, and no, stuff that, like that's that. That's disrespectful. You yeah. don't leave no comment or don't slide in nobody's DMs. Then we up for we, yeah, we that, might have to talk about a separation. Yeah, at that, that point. <laughs> yeah, that's different. But yeah. Like, I like all type of bullshit. People like all type of bullshit. 
sometimes I like stuff to remember what I like so I could go back to it. Yeah, we mm-hmm. all do that. Yeah, or favorite or like whatever. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I have no more energy to spend on that topic. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we talked about that before. Yeah. That's kind of outrageous and goofy to me. But, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Hey, can we go back to the Roseanne thing? Because yeah, we didn't really talk about it as much. Now, do y'all think the show should have been canceled? Because that was a big debate, too. Because people felt like she should have just been fired, which didn't make sense because yeah. the show was Roseanne. How you just going to fire Roseanne from the show Roseanne? Yeah. My initial thought was like, dang, her poor co-host, like that she they didn't have nothing to do with that. You know, they lost their jobs and their income and whatever, you know, that money they were supporting their families with because of her. But it's, that makes a lot of sense. Why not? You can't just fire the the lead character, the main character from the show. You got to you got to cut all of it. Yeah. yeah. Now, there is a debate over what actually got the show canceled. We all assumed it was the Planet of the Apes comment. But she said a lot more things in her rant, mm-hmm. named that. that people like George Soros, mm-hmm. who is one of the most wealthy investors in the world. Um, she called him a Nazi. Mm. And there was word that that is what actually got ABC I never to pull heard a bug. That. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't. Here's the thing. And I will always defend no matter what the situation taking away somebody's career because of something stupid they said because I can see that backfiring on us. Yeah. I feel like no matter whenever we get a win or, or something that we feel as a win, it they will use that same thing against us. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. let's say a Dave Chappelle goes and says something about white people smelling funny. Mm-hmm. Now does he get canceled from his show tours? Does he like Yeah. There ha- there will be a payback Every time we do this, I feel. Yeah. They're t- trying to get Bill Maher out of here because he called Donald Trump a, a ape as well. He called her, him a orangutan. <laughs> so if at one point, and here's the one problem about, 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 what, about what Roseanne said. It didn't sound like a joke. Yeah. yeah. That, she, she wasn't trying to make a yeah. joke. And it's hard, it can be hard to tell what's a joke and what isn't on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If she said this on TV and you could tell it was in a, in a joking manner, that would be one That'd thing be I feel. Yeah. They might still cancel her show because of it, Yeah, but I would defend it stronger. Mm-hmm. Here, it just seems like she lost her mind temporarily and went <laughs> on some crazy ramp. Maybe she was on some pills or something. I don't she know. She said she took an Ambien. She said it was an Ambien. I don't, I don't like I ain't know the Ambien can make yeah. you racist. Nah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Don't, but, just because you have mental health issues, let's not blame you. You got to take some responsibility here. I have a question. <laughs> Is it racist to say a specific black person looks like a monkey? Because I feel like black people do that a lot. What? Is it one of those we, things that's only and, not racist when we do it? And see, we had <laughs> and see, we had this whole discussion with the H and M thing. Yep. Yeah. Like we say it all the time. Get yep. your monkey ass over here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the nigga, it's like the nigga debate though. Like they need it's to like ban the nigga cracker debate. They need Dang. to ban the whole word monkey, man. <laughs> <laughs> because it'd be different if she said nigga or nigger. Yeah. But she said this person looked like an ape, and and it's like, oh, that was so racist. And I understand white people used to call us monkeys back in the day and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. 
But monkey is an animal. It's a real animal. Yes, so, and some people you... do look like monkeys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's true. the thing. We Some of them do. Yeah. Yes. And we will let our fellow black brethren know when they have ape-like features. <laughs> yeah. But for some, like, I'm just wondering if we can call her a racist because of this tweet. I'm yeah. not arguing against people who do. I'm just asking if we should. That's why I was wondering because people... um I, like I said, I don't know anything about her outside of Roseanne, the show. Yeah. Has she done anything racist like that before? That's what I I believe. Like, when the show came out, there was conversation behind um, her being... I don't know if, if I'm confusing um, the conversation that was just she was a Trump supporter or if she was... The show actually included some type of racial, racial like, um, undertones in it. So I don't know if that's why too. We already know she's slight racist, and then she comes out and say this. Said this is why it made it such a big deal. But I, I could have swore like when the show first like revamped that that was a big topic of conversation that she was a Trump supporter, and then it had a lot of racial undertones in it. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that Roseanne, was the whole theme of the yeah, show. Yeah, it was about understanding and there was one episode back when it, the show was in its original run where their son didn't want to kiss a girl in a play because she was black and the message of the story was them telling him why the it's kid okay. was wrong for thinking that yeah so the the I, I don't think there's enough evidence to say Rosanna's racist mm-hmm. i do think she has she might be anti-semitic <laughs> because she did take a picture of herself when a hitler mustache um, baking a bunch of cookies that look Jewish in some way or have some kind <laughs> of, yeah, taking them out the oven and showing them. That's not oh, okay. Yes. That's and terrible. This, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, so, shit. Nate, and then the whole George Soros oh, rant, wow. she might be anti, and she's worked in Hollywood for a while. Yeah. She might just not like powerful Jewish people in the industry. Mm. I'll say that much. But, is but that I not- haven't seen any. Yeah. I, I don't call that racist. I'm yeah. sorry. Y'all too powerful to be discriminated against. <laughs> that is not counting to racism. But um, I don't think she has a history of racial. And may, I don't know her, of course. She might have said some things. But as far as I followed, I haven't seen her say anything anti black mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to cry because I didn't watch her show. Yeah, this so show really, was trash. Yeah, it, it, I, didn't, I watched the first couple episodes, like the first two, yeah. three, but the acting in there was horrible. It kind of sucked. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not crying over it being gone. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that ABC canceled it so quick, seeing as how it was one of its highest rated shows, and it was renewed for a second season. Yeah, yeah. instantly, yeah. like right after the first episode aired, they're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, check again. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. No tears lost either way. <laughs> Um, what else we got? Will Smith trying to rap again. Trying. Oh, you thought he killed it? I thought it was good. Okay. I thought it was good. Let you tell it. <laughs> let's, let's judge. Actually, let me pull it up right now. We got I'm surprised he's cursing now. Mm. Okay, it's not even pulling up. Shit, whatever. Anyway. How did um, you like it? Uh... <laughs> Better than Kanye bars. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, he had an Eminem flow. Somebody actually tweeted me and asked if Eminem wrote this. If you listen to the song, it's kind of in the current Eminem flow. 
the fact that he uses uh, multi-syllables too, it had kind of an Eminem feel to it. Just felt a little cornier. <laughs> but <laughs> but what, he's always kind of been a corny rapper yeah, to me. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we had this thing. Yes. Discussion before. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. We did. We did. Um, are y'all here for a Will Smith comeback? No. Damn. I love him. I love him on the <clears throat> gram. I think I didn't even know I wanted him to be on the gram as bad as I did now that he's there, but I don't think that we need that. I don't think that. I, I appreciate him being Uncle Will on the gram and dropping us gems. He don't have to rap. Yeah. Now, Figgy, oh, oh. I know you're a fan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you bought. Let's get jiggy with it. Vinyl. I would like to. I would like to see what he do. You know what I mean? I would like to see what direction he'd go in because you you did say he was cussing and all that. Yeah. I wonder what type of single because you gotta put out a single. I wonder what type of single he will put out. Millennium two. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Will Smith, apparently. His wife had a beef with Dwayne Wade's wife, Gabrielle yes. Union. I now, never knew that. I yes. didn't either. I don't think anybody did. Until it came until this came out. I didn't know either. Mm. So explain, Jasmine. Um, apparently they Gabrielle Union had a dislike towards all black actresses back in the day. She wow. Who did? Gabrielle Union. She mm. did not because she felt like she was deserving of the role. She just basically beefed with every black actress she didn't like them i haven't i didn't get to finish the video but just the summary that i've gotten um she just basically apologized and they got down to the root of it i didn't know that jada had any part honestly i didn't know that theirs was such a beef i know that gabrielle union has spoken about this before i think i believe in her book or something like that like she just really was insecure about black women and she thought she was the best so she would put them down but she came out, you know, and apologized and like is trying to put that past her and making making good of her old past or whatever. But I didn't I don't know. I just I, it just makes me happy that they're friend, like not necessarily friends, but they were able to bury whatever beef that was going on. And I'm happy that Gabrielle Union was woman enough to admit that that's what she was feeling at the time. And that's the way she was going about things and admit that she was wrong. I can appreciate that aspect of the whole sit down. But I don't really, I got to finish it. I didn't really get down to the root, but I know that happened. And wow, I'm glad we finally got to talk about it. That was something I had been on my um, my list. I forgot about. Yeah, I don't really have a take about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't like either of them. Really? You don't like Jada Pickett? No. Why? No. I never thought she could act. I uh. thought she brought every movie she was in down <gasps> because she, she she had no range, I felt. Mm-hmm. She was always super serious. Did you see Girls Trip? Of course not. Oh. But <laughs> I'm talking no, about when she, every, when she was in every when she was in every hood off? movie. Yeah, set it off. She was like the least interesting character in that movie. Let's be real. Yeah. And unfortunately, she had the most green time. Yeah. But. uh, Minister Society? Yeah, I hated her in that too. With her big ass jeans. (laughs) 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 Oh, wow. She 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 did not show anything in those early days. I ain't mad at her. I'm just saying, you didn't have to wear some baggy ass overalls. Um, did you like her at um, what's the movie? Uh, not the movie, but the show, uh, the Bill Cosby show. Um, wait, uh, shit, what's the Bill Cosby spinoff show? Cosby? No, when they different world. A different yeah, world. I forgot she was in that. She was in the yeah. later season. That's right. Yeah, I mean, meh. 
Meh. Meh. Gabrielle Union, I always felt like is a bitch. I never cared for her. Yeah, I felt every time I listen to an interview by her, it seems like she takes herself way too seriously. Really? Yeah, she talks in that super. Pro- I don't want to say proper, but it's like kind of condescending tone, mm-hmm. where she just seems like she's kind of full of herself. Yeah, maybe that's just me. Her earlier movie, she always played the bitch, so that's why it was yeah. real believable for me. But as she, I don't know, I guess as she started dating Dwayne Wade, I kind of saw a more softer side of her. Yeah, because she started pegging him. And they put all that all on the gram too. <laughs> Their after sex photos. Oh and, God. Gosh. What um. It's weird because what type of... I mean, I feel like she wasn't a good actor either. No. She played... In, to me, I look at her as a Tyler Perry type of actor. Mm-hmm. She playing the same-ass Christmas... <laughs> she playing those same-ass Christmas movies. Yes. She, yeah, it's... I don't know. Oh, Tyler Perry. She's like... Who is a black guy who's always a villain in any movie he's in? <laughs> um, ah. Bokeem, mm. not really. Bokeem, he, oh. Debo, he was yeah. like the villain in the '90s, though. Bokeem, yeah. I'm thinking of the. Well, we gotta do this later. Maybe that would be a new podcast. Um, the <laughs> people who are always only one type of character in movies. We should do that. Yeah. With the, do a hood, hood the hood version. Yeah. Oh, oh, what about the dude? Um, uh, Junior from Players Club. He always was yes. the bad person. Yes, Terrence <laughs> Howard too. Oh yeah, he was always yeah. an asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least before Iron Man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll Terrence do that. Howard later is on, funny maybe. as hell. Was yeah. that weird in the Players Club? He was. He um he was the voice for the guy that we never seen mm-hmm. or the guy in the wheelchair, but he, he actually showed his face in the um he was actually in the Players Club though. Yeah. Just regular. But he was like the voice guy for the dude in the wheelchair. The I have to dude. watch the Players Club again, man, because I haven't seen it really since it came out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we have to we have to rank all these hood movies, so I'm going to watch it again. Mm. Um, I think that's about it. R. Kelly streaming numbers increase after Spotify. Did you hear about um, XXX? They put yeah, back they're on putting the... him back on because yeah. Kendrick Lamar's people told them too really yeah mm. i know him he was a big supporter artists. of him yeah yeah that's interesting <laughs> so if i that's all we got to do i mean to get chris back on there i don't think anybody yeah get somebody to go hard for him <laughs> yeah oh. it, i don't think any, I, I think he burned all his industry bridges no i can believe that that's why yeah, he's very independent so. now <laughs> yeah when you fall out with frank ocean mm-hmm. <laughs> wait who Chris Brown. They got, I think they got in the fight. Oh, yeah. Or, I forgot about that. Yeah. He, like, beat up Frank Ocean's cousin or something like that. Damn. Wow. Yeah. I Poor love Frank Chris. Ocean, too. Uh, He was on the... Uh, what album was he on? A-Sab. Oh, yeah, that's right. We I like that song. That. We already talked about that. It's on my mind now. Um, <laughs> anything else y'all got on the docket? Uh, no, that's it. No, Doyen uh, Dilemmas, my podcast. Is that coming out? It's coming out July 1st. Nice. So be looking okay. out for it. Got this whole promo run out. going up. Yeah. Oh, you do have a promo run. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why it was taking so long. We had to get get our shit together, man. Oh, you got a photo mm-hmm. session coming out? Oh, we already did. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, Just nice. wait on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to step be, our game up. Right. I'll be pissed if your shit come out more polished than ours and we done like 50 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the yeah. good thing, if we, not, we don't budget. talk about the same stuff at all. Okay. So. 
This this is your um. This is mine. The one you can actually attach your real name to. <laughs> <laughs> this is like your new car. This is like the bucket <laughs> that you get from point A to nah, point B. It, this is like the no. strip club you go into with a hoodie on, so nobody recognizes you. No. You no. Will, <laughs> you'll no. be dressed up in that bitch to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. dead. No, I have a lot of like. It kind of surprises. I don't know why it surprised. I wouldn't say surprised, I guess. But a lot of people hit me up about this podcast. Like, a lot of people really like this podcast. They mm-hmm. do. And they listen to it on a regular basis. Oh. So. We appreciate y'all, too. Yeah. You see Arian Foster um, oh, podcast. Yeah. I did. I'm like, oh, at first I thought it was Arian Foster. Me, like too. The, I didn't think it was the podcast Twitter. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I still take that, though. But yeah. then I got nervous because I was like, wait a minute. If you listen to this, our last episode, I felt, had some problems. In yeah. terms of, number one, it was too short. Number two, the voice was, the sound was kind of messed up, which yeah. was my fault. But <laughs> I didn't even listen to it. I did. I just listened hey. to it right when I heard <laughs> You need these streams. Yeah. streams. Yes, at least fake listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Like I hate listening to my voice, though. Me too. I listen to it sometimes. I listen to it a little bit, but that's it. I don't like my voice either. Just play at least, what is it, 30 seconds to count as a stream? Yeah. Listen to my long-ass intro at least. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. I think that's about it. Time to plug what you got going on. What's your socials? Socials. Socials. Chitty, chitty, bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you're the fake one, one you D, give out. <laughs> Twitter and IG, and then Jasmine replaced the A's with B. We're going to find out. You got a, a real Twitter and Instagram account once your new podcast come out. We do <laughs> That's have. not hard to spell. We do have an Instagram. It's Dwayne Dilemmas, D-O-Y-E-N-N-E. Oh, never mind. It's still hard to spell. <laughs> it is. Where does that name come from? Um, Doyen means it is a woman that is dominant in her field. So we, our roommate actually, my best friend Ashley, she actually came up with that, and I loved it. So we went with that. Doyen dilemmas. So mm-hmm. This is like the struggle of powerful black women to find a good man who's worth the shit. No, oh. I mean we talk about niggas. Mm. Why they gotta be niggas? We talk about men. Yes. We talk about black corporate kings. life. Get black. it right. I'm about to say I mean, men and niggas are two different things. <laughs> yeah, no. We talk about men and we talk about niggas. Yeah, we kings. And okay, get it right. Kings. Black men okay. are kings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, Figgy. Yeah. Uh, Figgy, what you got going on, man? Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Figarola. Um, Instagram, Figarola. And that's about it. Follow the podcast at Gems and Juice. I know I ain't been promoting that much. I've been yeah. so busy with mm, the new job. New job. Yeah. Yes, so watchingtheloop.com. Um, yes. Yes. Watch on the loop.com. Uh I'm at Twitter, Ryan Rocket. Please subscribe and like the uh ESG and Rocket show as well. Mm-hmm. Just filmed or did episode three. Special guest, Reggie McNeil. It's gonna be a good show. We had a good discussion. Mm-hmm. Um also, of course, check Doy and Dilemmas when that drops next month. Yes. Thank Double you. plug in there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and that's it, y'all. I actually um played um ESG and Lil Flip that Rocket song. Yeah. I played it on Booker T show. Oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so um That Southside still holding remix. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I actually got that instrumental. I forgot how I got I think I got I might have got it from your sister Paige. Probably. Probably. Yeah. She's been putting that out there. Everybody's been like 
freestyle and doing their own yeah. little version of it. I was thinking about doing something to it. Slim I don't, Thug, get it. You should. Yeah, I don't know how it would sound because I feel like I don't have that Houston sound. And you, you got to be. Yeah. I feel, I feel that's, that's a Houston. Yeah. We well, got to get you rapping again, man. Yes. So, I know, man. I, I ain't motivated. I got to get motivated. Hey, man. <laughs> Rap game's getting getting hype again, man. Rap is coming back. Yeah. Richard T and Drake are bringing real rap. I, I don't know if he's real rap. But <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, <laughs> we going to get in 2018, okay? Yeah, yeah we got to settle for that. Yep. <laughs> so, all right, for my boy, Figgy, for my girl, Jasmine, this is the Gems and Juice. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but <laughs> this is the Gems and Juice podcast season two. We Appreciate are out. Y'all. Bye.